Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed, you don't know where to turn. These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Plants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing, where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. Thank goodness. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from middle school studios in downtown Culver City, the heart of Screenland. Yes, sir. You know what, Ed? What is it? I do declare. (laughs) So do I. I do declare with John Strickland is today's episode Today, we declare that this show is all about affirmative prayer. It takes courage to boldly proclaim the truth that life is good. When we turn away from the lions in our den, turning instead to the light, the lions become like playful kittens. And during the second segment, ringmaster John Strickland whips us into faith with today's daily word, Hosanna! Whoa! Yeah, and Hosanna, we learned, let me find the definition in here, means... Or is an expression of adoration, praise, or joy. So it goes perfectly with, I do declare. Yes. And we thought that was the perfect title for having John Strickland on during the second segment. You're going to love John Strickland. I also think I do declare that we do these three breaths because they'll really, they yes. really say the truth. Right. Because they declare the truth. Yes. Because we all know we have voices in our head that can tell us how bad it is, or why we should just give up. But the, it always comes down to this. Are you ready? The Beatles said it best. I believe it was Lennon and McCartney who uh, originally penned this affirmation. Yes, because this is always the case, and it's almost like I have to ride, remind myself, like elbowing myself in the side, saying, come on. Come on, buddy. <laughs> Admit it. Yeah. All right, let's take a breath. Ah. <sighs> I have to admit, it's getting better. It's getting better all the time. Ah. I have to admit, it's getting better. It's getting better all the time. Ah. I have to admit, it's getting better. It's getting better all the time.
now. The things people around us might be, they might not be saying it's getting better, but it is. We have some great ratings from Emmett Fox from Stake Your Claim that Daryl unearthed for us. We'll start with page 12, if yes. you will. And this is good because Stake Your Claim is saying, declare for yourself. Know that I am only limited by the good I choose to believe in my mind to expect. Yeah, and it comes and that we're 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 allowing ourselves to receive, like Emmett right. Fox in another reading says, like, are we bringing a thimble to the ocean of good, or are we bringing a swimming pool to the ocean of good? And that is something that we can choose, even when we start going in the other direction. There's things we can do to get back into that state of receptivity uh, to the good. This morning, speaking of what I'm going to kick right into this, but this morning. When I was trying to get out of bed, mm -hmm. I had a like repeat because my head was just in a sour state. I just said, I am hopeful. I am hopeful. I am hopeful. Yes. And I started to feel a little resuscitation. And then mm -hmm. I started doing good health, happiness, love, success, prosperity, which is an affirmation from Reverend Ike. I just kept repeating these. Yeah, Reverend Ike is another good booster shot. If you're ever on YouTube, Put in Reverend Ike, and he will—he uh, delivers some good medicine for boosting That's the right. soul, getting you out of like self-pity. Self-pity yeah. is not a good roommate, by the way. No, because the Bible doesn't say continue to worry That's and right. you'll feel better. That's right. It says no. Tell the weak they are strong. True. Tell the sick they are healthy. Yes. Tell the poor they are rich. Yes. You know, we got to claim it. We yes. have to declare it. So you, you could one last thing before yeah. you read it. Uh, recently, it occurred to me. When I was meditating, a good affirmation is God loves being me. Yes. Because that kicks out like any self-pity or self-loathing or thinking, woe is me. If God right now loves being me, only good can come. Well, it also kicks out my ego. Yes. It starts thinking, well, how dare I, right. like, you know, uh, say that my prayers will work in situations right. like this or whatever the crap yeah. is by saying, God loves being me. That's right. There's no argument for that. No. So Emmett Fox in this little essay titled When dot 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 says. And the book again is Stake Your Claim. If you go to DarylNed.com, there's a reading list that will take you to places where you can order it for yourself to add it to your morning routine if you like. Yes. Or evening routine. Stake Your Claim. Exploring the gold mine within. Woohoo! When your knees are knocking together and you do not know which way to turn, think of God and his goodness. When your coffers are empty and prosperity seems out of the question, give thanks for God's abundance. Yes. When you want peace of mind, get away from things and dwell upon the presence of God instead. When your health is under par, speak the healing word as Jesus did. When you need inspiration, browse through the Bible. When your faith is low, remember the words of Jesus. Believe that you have received and you shall receive. Wow. When the situation seems to need a miracle, remember that nothing is too difficult for God and that he performs miracles every day. Right. Always make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Go to him with praise and thanksgiving. If you can do it, this is the most powerful prayer of all. And you know what I've been doing, Ed? Yes, go on. I've had to see this, this thing through. Like I do with everything in my life. I right. can't just rest in the how, but what? 
I don't know. I have to Yeah, go. that's like our show. We did an episode. You could check it out. I think it was with David McClure. Just quit working out at the Y. Yes. I have to go all the way to the other side and see the um the, the, good. the good. So the solution of the law, the salvation it. of the Lord. And a nice way to do that, we're gonna read an excerpt, but I go. Instead of me thinking I have to make it, see God doing the work. And one of the things that's oh yeah, one of the things that's been helping me is the little affirmation I've been doing. And it goes, I've come to believe that God is restoring the world to sanity. And, yes. when, I, and when I use the word sanity, I don't want to mean like oh everything's crazy, people are not kind. No, when I say sanity, I mean health, well-being, peace. Love. Yeah, appreciation of how good it is to be alive, that recognition that love is who we really are, and that by being joyful, we're doing the best service we could possibly do for others. And by seeing God do it, by saying, I've come to believe that God is, is um, <laughs> I've come to believe that God is restoring the world to sanity. Yes. It feels good because I'm, I'm affirming, I'm praying properly. Yes. It's taking me out of the equation. So in one of my little mornings on the 7th, I wrote, I see God doing the work. Healing Lee, this is a cousin of ours who's actually making a remarkable healing demonstration. Yes. She had a, she was in a coma and now she's starting to spare, getting better every right, week. Right. Uh, comforting Mike, that's my uh, father-in-law. Yes. Because he had a heart problem on the last episode. You could hear about it. All these prayers work, so why would I doubt them? Because he had a miraculous restoration. Yes. And I wrote, protecting Lori, that's my wife, just in a general way, so I don't have to worry about protecting yes. her. Yes. And restoring the world to sanity. Today, I speak health, happiness, and prosperity because I see God at work. Wow. You know, that's the next step in... When we do our morning routine, we meditate, where we read inspiring things, when we affirm positive things, when we connect with that God within ourselves, then we can see and recognize that that God, that same God's in yes. everybody else. And we can like activate it within them in our own minds so that we don't see them as victims anymore. We see that they are protected, that they are powerful, that they are prosperous. And I used your little affirmation, God loves being me by you know, I change it every morning. Something new has to be fresh. You, yes. know, you don't want to keep repeating the same old prayers. It's right. like a parrot. Yes. I have the courage to face the world and be the me God loves me to be. And then I said this to myself, and I jot these down. I've come to believe God is restoring the world to sanity. I can see it. I can feel it. I can hear the people celebrating. I love the way you're using these big, triumphant uh, words to proclaim the truth. We we were taking a walk, or Daryl was taking a walk. I was talking to him on the phone, excuse me, and uh, he encountered a house in his neighborhood where, was it on the window? It said, uh, oh. how do you talk to a giant? Use big words. And when our fears feel like giants, we can use big, joyous, loving words to help turn them back into their rightful size. That, well, or not, not at all. Maybe they, they turn into a joyful little... Like we said in our, in our uh, description of the show in the beginning, the lions turn into playful little kittens. And that's what happened to Daniel and the lions. That's there. right. Even the king was so blown away, even he had to admit, oh, man, I guess there is something to this, huh, David? Yes, exactly. <laughs> so let's hear from the uh, another bit of stake your claim from Emmett Fox. This goes right along where you left off, using big words and, and um, seeing God do it. So this is from the essay if you have the book called resting on god and it yes. says 
The most powerful prayer is simply to see God doing the work wow. and to rejoice in this. This is the best way to avoid tension and willpower and therefore to get results. When we turn back to God in our hearts, and that is what we are doing in times like this, the power of God immediately begins to express itself in our lives. Yes. Fear begins to go, and then the demonstration comes. See, as our fear goes down, that's when that demonstration can get yes. operating. And that's why, you know, I this morning, one of the things I told myself is, no, God needs our cooperation right now. Yes. Meaning not to complain, not to be all, oh my goodness, right. but to say, I believe, I believe, I have faith that this too shall pass and we're going to be even a better place. I could see people cheering and celebrating. Yes. So it says here, remember that, the basic and only sin is fundamentally a lack of faith in God. The only thing that really matters is to give all power to God at all times and watch yourself without anxiety to see that you really are giving all power to him. When you do this, fear begins to fade out. It is said a number of times in the Old Testament, they limited the Holy One. It is a very good thing that when we forget God for a time or do not give him all power, that troubles come. If they did not, we would go on doing these things indefinitely. The fact that trouble follows whenever we forget God or cease to give him all power is the greatest blessing that the human race has. This fact is what keeps many people from slipping away altogether. Anything that brings us back to God is entirely good. Yeah, and when, when we're reading all these things, again, the morning routine is so important because when things are happening around you, it's it's not the easiest time to tap into this stuff. The easiest time is to tap in, set aside a time, yes. set aside time in the morning, in the evening, especially for us in the morning, to do the inspired reading and also to get some affirmations down. Because when when we believe in the lack that we see going on around us, there's not a lot we can do to help us. I was thinking about the difference between these principles we're talking about and like cynicism, which we were talking about the other day. Yes. Like even an empowered cynic is like, there's a problem, but we're going to muscle our way through it. And there's nothing that can stop us. The difference here is we practice going into a place where we do not believe in problems, where we know that God is present, that the problem is in our mind, is in a mis, uh, uh, you know, there's a misunderstanding. There's something going on that we are not understanding and we're not going to empower. We're going to take away all the power yes. from belief, you know, from fear and from what we believe are these problems going on around us. And we're going to know that only God, only goodness exists. And, you know, with everything that, that has been going on lately, these affirmations are so helpful. I, I actually made a note on my phone. Say there's a concern about a family member who is not physically well. When I feel that, because it's I'm not right. like some uh, super Superman or something. I, I can get sucked into yes. the fear, doubt, worry also. But instead, I go to that note on my phone and I write, you know, my, uh, say my wife Jennifer is feeling wonderful in her body and feeling the full dynamic flow of God's love moving through her. You know, and, and I yes. write that into my notes. And the beauty of that is then I go to that note and I put select all. And then I put speak because my phone will speak those affirmations back to me. So those times where I'm really having trouble getting in the flow, I can, I can listen to those affirmations back to me. The same thing can be said for the, the Daily Word app. If you have the app on your phone, 
you can press play on the Daily Word and hearing someone read it or yes. calling Silent Unity, which we'll talk which about. Which I did today before this show. Yeah, something that we can listen to. We can just go into a state of receptivity and receive it. We've been doing this at my house with regards to my wife's shop had to close where she's been working. And, um, you know, so that source of income, you know, temporarily was put on hold. So, but we kept talking and I, everything we read in Unity, like if you read Spiritual Economics by Eric Butterworth, Emmett Fox, uh, you know, all Fillmore. these readings, they, they all say, even all yeah, the way don't back put to your Jesus. faith in conditions. Yeah. Yes. Don't put your faith in the fluctuation of stock markets or anything like that. Put your faith in God, which is continually yes. prosperous, which is, you know, it's a continual state of goodness and, and health and vitality. So I was talking to Jen because, I mean, I read this stuff with, and Daryl and I talk about it all the time. I was like, this is one of those times where if we can stay in a positive flow of life, because the first thing that happens when we do our daily word is, I mean, when we do our morning routine or any kind of like spiritual practice, the light that we already are dawns within us in yes. our own consciousness. Then that light within shines out onto everybody else. And that's when the best stuff happens, right? Now, but the light that we're seeking is really coming from within us. So my wife and I were talking. Someone asked her to donate some. She's a seamstress. She makes clothes and upcycles clothes. She does all these things, you know, with her sewing Up machine. Upcycle. Yeah, I knew Daryl would look that word. So... <laughs> So she she made 10, or no, not 10, there's more, whatever. She made masks for an organization that works with ho the homeless population. She made them for the, for the workers because they're constantly interacting, trying to help these people get situated. And um, so my wife put the, made those masks, not thinking of anything, sent them out. They posted her picture on Facebook or Instagram or both or whatever. Suddenly, my wife's flooded with orders from people who want to pay her to well, make you know what the people custom are, Well, people masks. are actually singing in the, in the streets. Mask maker, mask maker, make me yes. a mask. So in the midst of all of this stuff where, you know, it's easy to give in to fear and feel like, you know, how is this going to work out? In the midst of that, my wife, out of just generosity, decided to give someone, you know, these masks that she was capable of making because they, you know, to keep them in a good place through that channel, which was totally unexpected. All, I mean, it's been like a full-time business because I'm, I'm working the phones now to take the orders well so that my wife can sell them and get them out as quickly as possible. So it's just an example of these funniest things that just by giving generously, not, not being afraid, constantly looking for solutions instead of harping on problems, Staying in a like solution is another word for salvation. Yes. Seeing the solution, we say solution of the law because the Lord means the law. So this is the same thing. Salvation of the Lord is the solution of the law. It means there's always going to be a solution. We just have to be receptive to it. Yeah. But, may, you know, the clear thing to because a lot of people might hear that story and think, oh, I got to go do that now. Like specifically. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But you got to listen to this story carefully because. Jen wasn't thinking, and neither was Ed. Okay, we're okay. We're going to think positive about earning money in these times. Right. I know what you could do, honey. Start right. making. No, that wasn't a thought at all. No. Someone asked. Yeah, Jen was actually kind of reluctant. Like, do I really want to do this? But then, right. what? Another beautiful thing that's come out of it, besides having my wife and I be able, to, like, you know, I be, I can do things to help her with the, because I love. I'm always on the phone anyway. But so I've been able to do that. But the other thing is. It's put Jennifer in a place where she's not watching the news That's or right. anything like that, where she's doing something that is uh, directly helping people regarding all that stuff. And she's not being in, inundated by fear or doubt or worry. Right. And she's 
letting her light shine. She's letting her be the creator. She's letting herself through this thing that God has delivered through this unexpected channel, allowing her to be her natural self, which is a joyful, creative person. And that's the thing we, we that's why this stuff works. It's because it's who we really are. Like a lot, of, I think Butterworth and others say the affirmation doesn't make life good. It just reawakens us. It awakens us. It aligns us with the fact that life is always good. Yeah. And it's always giving love. I wrote to myself this morning. Yes. And not that I'm a big, ooh, I'm writing these. I don't want you to think, oh, look what I came up with. I'm right. just saying these things come to me. I jot them down. Most of these might even be from a book that I read this morning. Right. So I'm not even going to take credit for it. But when I say these things, I mean just things I put in my journal after my morning routine. Right. Then I know they hit me right. And I say, I want to keep using that today. Yes. And it's funny that you brought this story up because we didn't know we were going to tell this story right, about right. mask maker. No, mask not maker. at all. So I wrote this because this is the thing. I don't know nothing about business. I was in over my head when I first came into this. Right. You know, 33 years ago, discovering unity and all the people I met and Course in Miracles and being introduced to Emmett Fox and all this stuff. But the thing that let me off the hook was because I felt so inadequate. But they said they were all saying the same thing. Right. It doesn't matter what you know about business. You know how to be loving. Meaning, yes. so I know I can meet all needs by giving love. Love is my answer, no matter what the question. Yes. I believe that came from Alan Cohen this morning. And I wrote to myself, I get rich, wise, and healthy by giving love. And I even drew a little cartoon of myself looking up at that saying, it's that simple? And I wrote underneath, yes, it is. And I also wrote, I'm in a steady stream of health and vitality to do all I am inspired, guided, and responsible for. And doing it feels great. I am hopeful. And I that hopeful meditation that I was doing to get out of bed came back to wind that up. That's amazing. You know, it doesn't mean my battleship won't get sunk because a few hours later it got sunk again. No, I hear you. <laughs> That's why more than ever we have to keep coming yes. back. We were saying God, joy, love yes. is, the, is really the only trustworthy news source. And it is a river. Because these yes. affirmations aren't me trying to convince myself, even, yeah. though, even though facts are saying it's terrible. No, what it is, it's it's like me paddling like you on your surfboard. I was in the Coast Guard for a little while, yeah. so I understand this. But it's just like me, affirmative prayer is just me paddling my surfboard until I'm in alignment yes. with the wave. And now I'm moving. That's all it is. Dude, I got a, a couple of things. Before we go to break from Foster McClellan, uh, I know, Thoughts for a Friend. It's a Unity book from 1975. Actually, I'm going to read this one here, but I just looked over on this other page, a few lines from Love is the Magnet, yeah, which goes fair. right with what you just said. And we right can, with Jen and yours experience yeah, and all our experiences. This is why this stuff works. We can never fully describe the love of God. It must be felt through the heart. Love is the drawing power of the mind. It is the magnet of the universe, the great magnet of God. And he goes on to say on the other page, uh, which this little reading is called to decree is to command, which goes perfect. Yes. With, I do declare because it, we, we, there's a lot of different um, metaphysical new thought writers that say, you know, we have to claim it and claiming it is put, getting receptive to it and allowing it. So he says to decree is to command or to ordain. Let's do let's decree that today will be a wonderful day for me and for all with whom I come in contact. That's the way we should approach every day, isn't it? 
then why are we not more excited about life, about our successes in life, about our station in life? Our days taken one at a time have brought us to this point, our station in life. This doesn't mean that we are held to the past. We can change in the twinkling of an eye. It does mean that we can have good days from this point onward. If we understand the law and decree good days for ourselves and others, to decree with assurance is to establish an idea in substance. This is the divine law. Decree any good thing with unwavering faith, and the law will make it so. Decree great days for yourself, my friend, this day and every day of your life. I can't believe it. I know we're coming to the end of this, but that just goes right with these few sentences from a book that's going to make Eddie excited. It's by the secret, Rhonda Byrne, Ed's old girlfriend. Ooh, the good old days. Just a few lines. These go right with what you're saying. When you're talking about falling in love with life, when you fall in love with life, every limitation disappears. You break the limitations on money, health, happiness, and the limits of joy in your relationships. When you fall in love with life, you have no resistance. And whatever you love appears in your life almost instantaneously. When I fall in love for the first time. You know what? You know what you said? In the Bible, it says you must have the faith the size of the mustard seed. Because this could sound overwhelming. I can't do all that. You don't have to do all that. Can you take one step forward? God takes 10,000 steps towards you. That's right. So the other day. your metaphor, whatever you'll call it. For the faith, the faith the size of a I used to love that. Take one step towards God, and he takes a thousand to you. But the other day, I was drawing in my journal. Yes. And I, the drawing turned into this guy, you know, struggling. His tongue's out, sticking out. But he's he's struggling to open yeah. a pickle jar. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. we all know that. And I realized, you know, when we struggle open the pickle jar, we all have faith that it's going to pop open. That's right. We don't go, oh, no, I'll never get to eat these pickles. Yes. Throw it away or so something. Then, Walk away. So then it dawned me with faith. All it takes is the faith to open a, a sticky jar of pickles. If I have enough faith, because when, I have, when I'm opening a jar of pickles, my mind isn't thinking, this is never going to open. My mind's thinking, this is going to pop open. Right. Like, I see it popping open. And that's all the faith we need with any circumstance. I've been seeing it with these health conditions, with Lee's yes. coma and Mike. And it's working. And a cat, we right. prayed for this cat. My outdoor cat obviously got hit by a car or something. They thought it had nerve damage. It was all hunkered. Right. We talked about it on our first show. You mean through two shows ago? Yes. Yeah, first one back. So uh, we've been praying. I've been turning over. I've been feeding her when she's coming out. I cannot believe without doctors, without anything, this cat, just by me feeding and loving her and believing for her, she's almost 100% now. It's incredible. And this can happen for everything. I do declare. Yes. Coming up next, Ringmaster John Strickland whips us into faith with today's daily word, Hosanna. So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. Glad you found us. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio. 
If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Welcome back. You know what, Ed? What is that? I do declare. That's right. And today's episode is I do declare with John Strickland, and we're going to have him on in just a short minute. Yeah, we're going to start the segment with a little reading, though, from Prosperity Now by Mary Catherine Dubel. I believe it's 1969. And in the chapter that start, that's called Prosperity Through Expected and, and the Unexpected, she says, Life is never dull or routine when we live close to God. When we finally grasp the unlimited expanse of his love and provision of everything we need, large and small in our life, we know once and for all that anything and everything good can happen to us and for us. We know, too, that unexpected good is going to come to us once we accept this marvelous, magical unexpectedness as part of God's bounty for us. We simply have to accept the unexpected as well as the expected. We have to open up the vista of our anticipation so that it has room for all manner of good. Perhaps one of the most important benefits is that we become assured about the future. We no longer fear the future or doubt what it holds for us, and we certainly do not expect unpleasant experiences from it. We no longer fear the unknown ahead. We know with all of our being that the future can hold only good. You know, it's funny, that that phrase in the Bible, if you speak it the way Jesus and his friends probably spoke it, as opposed to the way we grew up hearing it, it means two different things. Because I used to hear hear it, you know, the one where it says, because Jesus would probably reassure people. Hey man, relax. It came to pass. Means it just yes. can't, it's not going to be here. It's right, didn't come right, here right. to stay. But when I was going to church growing up, or when I hear that, like even in movies, right. it would say, "And it came to pass." Yeah, right. It made it sound, but they, but I heard by the way they were saying, "This terrible thing came to plague you." Yeah, right. It's like, like introducing the most powerful part of the plague. Yeah, fear. Fear it came <laughs> to pass. Yeah, instead of. Oh man, it came to pass. Yeah, don't even worry about what? it. Oh ma, came to pass. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's one other part of the story with my wife that was amazing, which was she went to the post office to deliver, send some masks out. Yeah. And um, she starts talking to a guy who's from the local Santa Monica newspaper, The Observer. And he's like, oh, it was like a movie. I'm gonna write a story about you. So he <laughs> he went home. He wrote this. He called us. He wrote a story about it. Put it online. It's gonna be in the paper next week. And it's. Again, all this stuff, that's like from the movie The Secret, you know, that guy. But this is how it works when you're just reluctantly trusting in this stuff. Yeah, when you know inside you you're being called to do something. Well, even before that, when you're just reluctantly, in spite of what's going on, getting relaxed and trusting God and calming your brain down. Right. Then this comes in. Yeah, well, exactly. That's what I mean, too. It's like, you know it's time to meditate. You, Whatever that good thing is. There's something actually healthy, but I feel like about that little bit of that reluctance yes, in people. Yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? Because so, when we actually surrender yes. it, good things happen. So uh, let's thank our listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in again. We're so happy to be back on the air. So happy to hear from you. So happy you're enjoying the shows. Um, if you want to send us anything through the mail, funniest thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. Everything we do can be found at our website, darylanned.com, www.darylanned.com. It's 
easy. It's fun. Everything there is free and enjoyable. Um, obviously, you can go to Unity Online Radio as well. We have a page there. We want to thank the chief engineer also, who for all the time we've been on the air has made us sound good. Jeff Comfort. Because each week he takes us right into the comfort zone. Buzzing the Unity Tower as usual. And let people know if they're not already subscribers on Apple iPod or any of your iPod service. Yes. You could find us on there. Just type in funniest thing. Not iPod, podcast. Podcast, sorry. Funniest thing exclamation point daryl and ed and boom it'll pop right up yeah i think all you need is funniest thing with an exclamation point and you'll find it stitcher spotify apple podcasts if you subscribe leave a review more people will see (laughs) if you still have an ipod yeah right (laughs) yeah right shout out to message of hope they provide free spiritual materials to those in need we love the blind or visually impaired community if you want to support them or utilize their services, 866-421-3066. Shout out to the prayer line. We mentioned the prayer line. I called it, them this morning before yes. the show because my battleship got sunk. Yeah, if you're having trouble declaring the good, it's just call Silent Unity at uh, 800-NOW-PRAY or 800-669-7729. They have an app. It's the letter U, the word pray. It's, it's free. the U Pray app. It's free. You can even type in your prayers. They'll send you a letter or an email. No strings attached. Or, they don't, or you can just pray for them, and uh, that'll be the end of it, and they'll pray with you for 30 uh, for thirty days. They're always praying. Sometimes I just tap into th- feeling them praying. Yes. I don't even have to call them sometimes. Or you can call the number. And you can listen to a recorded prayer, yes. and even that will give you a boost and help you declare the good. I, I was going to say, it's been around for 125 years. That's right. That's amazing. And the next thing we're going to do is something that Daryl has brought me into, has brought countless people into to enjoy. It's subscribing to the Daily Word. Yeah, the Daily Word's amazing because... Right now, it feels like they knew what was going to happen in the world, and they wrote these daily words just for this time. It's always been like yeah, that. Yeah, it's always like but that. But now, like when no matter what I'm going through, but now since we're all in this thing together, all under one thing, right, like pretty right. much our focus is all together on something. It's amazing. You're right. Every daily word that I've been reading is just what I need to kick me upstairs. Yeah, so uh, to help us out with reading the daily word, not only that, sharing his love, declaring the truth, to help, to giving us all a boost that we all desire and appreciate, Unity Minister and Ringmaster, John Strickland. How are you, sir? I am fantastic, and I'm better because I'm back with you guys. I missed you. I missed you. And listen, I want to just tell you there's three things about you that uh, that are you're great truth teachers, you're enthusiastic, Uh and you're fun. I mean, Uh what could be better than that? What could be better than that? Well, thank you so much. We really appreciate that coming from you, especially. Yes. Thank you. You were one of the first people that popped up in our heads when we knew we were going to come back on the air. We're like, we got to bring in the heavy hitters to come back, you know, to start this whole thing off right. And you were on the top of that list. Yeah, the top three heavy hitters. Do you want to know who they are, John? I think there's... Okay, go ahead. Let's hear from you. Okay, top three. There are three stooges. Okay. Our top three. Let's hear it. Larry Curley. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't know which one of you is which stooge, but these are the top three we thought of. Okay. John Strickland, David McClure, 
And Phil Pearson. Was, yeah, we could throw in a Terry McBride in oh, there as well. Oh, and a Terry McBride. But yeah, the, but I agree with those three. Yes, the Unity yeah. teachers. Larry yeah. Moe and Curly. Right. Yes, yes, yes. So um, we had talked at the break. Why don't Why don't you start off with the Daily Word, and then we'll go from there. I will do that. And and we're using the Palm Sunday Daily Word. Great, yes. great, great, great day. And, and, I, and I wanted to say this because... Uh, I, I think about way back a million years ago, I was a football player and good old coach always said, nothing great was ever achieved without enthusiasm. Wow. That means, that means doing these affirmations. Now, if I just said, well, with joy, love, and faith, I celebrate my growth. Right. Like what? Well, no, I would say, with joy and love and faith, I celebrate my growing Christ awareness. Shouts of Hosanna. Arise as the people cover the dusty road with palm branches, greeting Jesus with great enthusiasm. There's the word. And enthusiasm means God in you, you and God. Great enthusiasm as he rides a donkey into Jerusalem, according to the gospel stories. Spiritually understood, the entry of Jesus into Jerusalem symbolizes the dawning of Christ awareness in the heart of humankind. So it's not just a historical time. But it's about you and me and everyone listening to us uh, of coming to this spiritual awareness in all of us. The crowd's shouts of Hosanna represent prayers that this dawning Christ awareness be protected and nurtured. You know, sometimes when it's new and it's just beginning, you know, we kind of uh, don't give it the nourishment and protection. That's what we've got to do. Yes. I reflect on this powerful story, seeing in both myself the dawning Christ awareness and the shouting crowd of thoughts responding to the Christ light. Wow. On this day, my heart sings Hosanna. I celebrate the growing Christ awareness in the Jerusalem of my soul, Jerusalem, the holy city, the city of peace. And from Mark eleven ten, blessed is the coming kingdom of our ancestor, David. Hosanna in the highest heaven. Woo, what a day. What a message that we need, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Wow. You, you know, I want, as I was thinking about this, I wanted to just tell a story about Declare. Yes. Declare, and you know, from the book of Job, and Job had a miserable life, right? But by the end, it was great. But he hears these instructions. Thou shalt also decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee. The light shall shine upon thy waves. Now, I don't know why, but when I see decree, I hear enthusiasm in it again. That's not yes. like, oh, maybe kind of a whole la la la. Decree yes. a thing. Thou shalt decree. And man, and his life ended up well. And what I was thinking about back when I was the director of the prayer ministry, Silent Unity, one of my dear friends was in a hospital near death. Oddly enough, a respiratory ailment. Mm -hmm. And his doctor said, nobody's ever recovered from this, this degree. And his wife worked with me in silent unity. What a great truth student. And, and she began to call the doctor, Dr. Doom. He had nothing good to say. And, wow. And, uh, and so one day he comes into the waiting room and says, I'm so sorry to tell you this, but he's not going to recover. He's near the end. And, you, you know, I had been seeing him and he'd ask for a piece of paper and he tried to write what to do after he was gone, how to take care of his wife and kids. And she'd had enough. And doctor came in. She said, you're going to quit saying this. You're going to quit being negative and pronouncing him dead. Wow. Then she, then she barged into the uh, intensive care unit. People streaming after you were not supposed to go in until they let you in. Everybody running, including her grown son. Well, he was a young 20 something. Yeah. And she, she looks at him and she says, look, you're going to quit writing these notes about what we're going to do after you're gone and you're going to get better. 
And his father, whoa. And then the son said, yeah, dad, besides, we can't read your writing. <laughs> and, 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 and he said at that moment, he knew he was going to get well. One, his wife had decreed his health and his son added the humor. And that's what you do. Every, every time you have it, you decree and you add humor. And, you know, he got well. And, and he, he took up boxing and he lifted weights and he had a wonderful strength life because somebody said to him and his doctor, you're going to quit being negative. You're going to quit saying you're dying and you're going to get well. And he did. You know, that, that I am so grateful that I learned these teachings when I did because I, I feel so bad if I'm not decreeing and seeing yeah. And having a sense of humor. When my wife's cousin, we got the news, she fell down a flight of stairs and she's in her 40s and she has two kids and a husband and she was in a coma and the brain swelling and they're saying it's not going down. This doesn't look good. Right. You know, very similar to Dr. Doom. And my wife told me and rather I started to feel myself get caught up in that. Oh, no. Uh, how do I make help Lori feel better about this? Like, And I knew that was a junkie place to be coming from. And let me just read this because I can't believe we're talking about this, John. I just came across this quote. It says this, you cannot worry about someone and love them at the same time. Ooh. Most people mistake the emotion of worry yes. for the emotion of love. They mm. think that worrying about somebody means that you love them. That's by Esther Hicks. And why I'm telling this story is because I didn't know that quote yet, but I know the feeling. And yes. the feeling of that worry starts to it feels so constricted in me because I've been applying these principles for so long right that it feels so bad when I start to feel it. so I immediately started in my mind seeing Lee like coming snapping out of this thing she was in saying oh my god what happened like and laughing about it. everyone's going oh you're not gonna believe it and I saw that in my mind it's been about four weeks now she went from uh, we're pulling the plug to now she's communicating just last week. Her, she had her first words, which were hello, ouch, and something else. I can't <laughs> recall. The, I don't I remember. Hello and ouch. And she's communicating to her family through an iPad now because of the circumstances. And I thought she's going to snap totally out of this thing. And people are going to tell her, you're not going to believe what you missed. And she's going to be joyfully exclaiming, yes. oh, thank goodness. Right. You know, I missed that. Yes. And it's working, John. And same thing with my father-in-law. Yeah. I was overwhelmed. He was refusing medication. He was going batty. They thought he had early dementia and all. It was just insanity. But I can't think in that place. So I just started, I just give up. I just go, all right, God, I got to believe and see him happy. Joe yes. called Silent Unity. A week later, the doctors can't even believe it. They're like, we don't know what happened. He's made like a 180 degree improvement. It just doesn't make medical sense. Right. And I just got to not, when I'm in doubt, thinking, how dare you believe your prayers were? Because that part hits me. I don't know where it comes from. Like you're being. Oh, I know where it comes no, from. There's a being... lot of people that believe that. They think that. How the... dare you? Terry think... McBride, actually, when he was going through all those surgeries, the doctors were telling him, you're crazy. You got to accept the fact that you're never going to walk again. Right. Yes. And he, and he said, no, these books, man, they're telling me that there's something inside me that's not yes. sick. 
And he said, we don't come here to conform to or deal cope with conditions. We come to they change, change them. conditions. And in the Bible, right? It's be not, what is it? Conform yes. to, or something to, to the world. Trans, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Yes. Be so transformed. Yeah, yeah. I, I have to tell that part of me that thinks you're being ego, Michael. Who do you think you are, Jesus? And I go, get behind me, Satan. You know, yeah. get out of here, man. Yes. Delete, delete, delete. Right. I have to delete those thoughts because the proof is in the pudding. Yes. Why would I now go? Oh no, you shouldn't be telling people that your prayers work. That's why Jesus said you gotta. If if you don't become like one of these children. You're not going to be able to get this stuff. Yes. You have to become enthusiastic and just accept it and it know that it is so, like yes. a child would. And it does work. How dare you not believe it? Like in John's story, that, that woman became like a child and just yeah. enthusiastically oh, barged in there and proclaimed the truth. You, you know, I worked with uh, Eric Butterworth for a time, and, and you quoted him often, and he's a great, great uh, teacher. And one of the things that he told about after he got back from World War II he went into ministry, but some of the other people in his outfit went into ministry, and they'd get together, and they'd argue theology. Mm. And, of course, he was new thought. He was unity. He was just, and and some of the others were not. And one was, they were debating about how lowly a man is and born in sin and blah, blah, well, blah. Yes. And, and, and Eric says to him, well, doesn't it say uh, that Jesus said, these things that I do, ye shall do me greater things? And he said, the other preacher stopped, and he said, yes, but I wish he hadn't. Yeah, I know. I wish I had a you got a decree. Speak the word. Yes. It'll change your life. It'll transform the world. It'll transform your world and the big world. Yeah, we're here to be examples that this power works. Yeah. Not to commiserate and go, you're right. That's right. Um, <laughs> I saw a Bible quote the other day from Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Now, we, we went on the message version you know, which is a translate more modern translation, and but the 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 verses were tra were translated to don't fret or worry, instead of worrying, pray. Let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers, letting God know your concerns. Before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness, everything coming together for good, will come and settle you down. Ah. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center yeah. of your life. Oh, isn't yeah. that beautiful? That's beautiful. Yeah. Wow. Wow, this is like the best. This is exactly what I needed. I needed. <laughs> what our listeners are going to benefit from. And uh, man, you're a powerhouse, Mr. Strickland. We're so thank you again for joining us today. We're, we're also you're, grateful that you live so close to the West Coast. Uh, we do now, yeah. Here. Yeah, yeah. You know, I want to. We we talked in a break where they didn't hear. We were talking about Jesus riding a donkey into Jerusalem. I rode a yes. donkey into a village in Mexico once. If you've ever ridden one, you're bouncing all over the place. It's not like a horse. It's not like you're in a chariot. It's funny. It's it's hilarious. <laughs> you kind of think of Jesus as sometimes the man of sorrows. He wasn't. He loved life. I came that you have life and have it abundantly. And so all the people were saying, Hosanna, and he's bouncing around, probably about to fall. They got to push him back home. Look at that. Get the idea. I, I have walked that road, by the way down into Jerusalem in the valley and then up into Jerusalem, you know, and it's like, you can see this. Here's the great Jesus, the Christ. And it's a very humble, funny thing that he does. You guys, you guys are like that. You're oh, wow. emulating the master. Oh man. Thank you so much. Yeah. That means a, a whole lot to us, man. We really appreciate that. And remember, John, I actually saw you in person when you took over 
the uh, unity at the foot of Diamond Head. Oh, man. Aloha. Yeah. It was probably 1992 I was Something there. Like yeah. yeah. With my wife, Lori. Can you believe wow. it? Wasn't that great? What a great place. And uh, You know, the Hawaiians have a great joie de vivre. They love life. Yes. They love yes. happiness and fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, I really consider that the birthplace of my soul was in the 80s when I discovered this. And I was in Hawaii, stationed in Hawaii. It changed my life. I have to agree with you. It's a very special place, and they're very special people. Yes. So uh, you got any, have you been doing any writing, Mr. John? Have you been doing anything of that nature? I have your your book in the, the headboard of my bed, by the way. I pick it up and yeah. read it. Think, think, Feel, Heal. Yes. Eight Keys to Health and, and uh, Wellness. I, I love that book. It's what what I learned after 42 years of ministry or all during that time. But, you know, I got into ministry because I had an injury playing football against the University of Alabama. And afterwards, I couldn't lift my arm and I had lost feeling in my, my, my right arm. And the doctor said, you've torn the nerves. It'll never recover. Uh, I left football, went back to my church I'd grown up in. They believed in me. We prayed. And uh, nine months later, I was totally healed, even though the doctor said it couldn't happen. That's led that led me into ministry, and after 42 years of ministry, I wrote the book. <laughs> so wonderful. Um, yeah, we'll talk about it next time. Yes. Yeah, sir. that sounds good again. And um, yeah, thank you so much for coming on. My and joy. have yourself a wonderful uh, the rest of your day, and uh, we look forward to talking to you again next time. And seeing you in person too. Yes, and thanks Amen for that. God thanks bless you. Should... God bless you. Yeah, thanks for the image of, of Jesus riding, bouncing up and down on that donkey and everybody laughing yes. and cheering. Yeah. That's incredible. I, I'm so glad you shared I that. I knew you were going to give us something from that. I, there's something about you in that reading. I just knew, especially that one image popped out. I was like, John's going to tell us something about this that's going to change our life. Yeah, really make us enthusiastic. And you did just that. So thank My you. My joy. Thank you. All right, then. God bless you. So listen. A quick quote from Florence Govelshin from The Secret Door to Success. Yes. Goes right along with what John was saying, what you were just saying. Nothing is too good to be true. Nothing is too wonderful to happen. And nothing is too good to last when you look to God for your good. Yes. We do have a story here. Let me oh, see. yeah. I know we have a story here. It's right here. Okay. During a recent hot spell? That's Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll we uncovered this. Yeah, during a recent hot spell, Unity Minister John Strickland passed out on the street in front of the local watering hall due to heat exhaustion. Wow, must have been hot. Yeah, several townsfolk rushed over to see what they could do to help. Give the poor man a drink of whiskey. An old lady shouted. Give him some air, said the mailman politely. Give the poor man a drink of whiskey. The elderly woman repeated. I think we should give him some water, said the school teacher. While several other folks gave suggestions, Reverend Strickland sat up and hollered, I do declare, listen to the little old lady. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's time for the FedEx feline to bring in the mailbag. Enzo the cat, what do you got for us? Look what the cat dragged in. Dragon. I know we had a couple pieces well, of this mail one here. is from Susie Thompson. Yeah. You know, Daisy Duke from Texas. Yeah, you, she, she actually puts, she's our Facebook good newser. 
you'll see a lot of amazing art that Susie makes. You go to originalsusie.com and see more of her art. It's Susie, S-U-S-I-E. And she wrote on our Facebook page, the humor, laughter, among all the other goodness. Ah, breath of fresh air. Oh, she was referring to the favorite thing about the funniest thing. Yes, her favorite thing. Uh, Carol Skoda, or Skoda, excuse me, spiritual director, director of Unity of the West Side said that she is grateful for the time to think, read, and reflect. And, of course, Daryl and Ed. Wow. Hey, guys. David Lee Rock. Oh, man, I'm just a gigolo. Hey, well, what are you doing here today? Oh, wow. I heard you had one of my favorite preachers. That's Oh, you like John Strickland as well, do you? Oh, that's where I got my moves in these spandex pants. <laughs> well, what have you? You got a song for us? Oh, yeah. Let me not stray. Sometimes I lose my train of thought. Yeah, all right. Okay. Reel it in, buddy. Reel okay. it in. I remember I saw him years ago and he inspired a song. Of course, Eddie changed the lyrics, but it became a hit regardless. And I just want you to know that... John Strickland, Reverend John Strickland, was the inspiration this one. Whoa! Oh, are we going to sing the original lyrics? Yes, sir. Shall we? Ready? I think of all the education that I missed. But then my prayer work was never quite like this. I got it bad, got it bad, got it bad. I'm hot for preacher. I got it bad, so bad. I'm hot for preacher. Visit DarylNed.com to find easy links to everything we do. Jeff Comfort, we love you. And as always, thank John you for Strickland, being a part of the funniest thing with Daryl Ned on YouTube. I got it bad, radio. got it bad, got it bad. I'm hot for preacher. I got it bad, so bad. I'm hot for preacher. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed, you don't know where to turn. These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org.